lost, Mr. Van Nine. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Welcome to Darkseid's Couch. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike, and I was doing some squats earlier, and my legs are feeling thick. <laughs> so, just a minute before we started, Mike had mentioned that he had been bleeding all over everything. <laughs> yeah. And just now, out of nowhere, started a conversation with, I am bleeding everywhere. No, it's because right. I like wiped my hand on my bare leg, and like, right. I left a blood smear. On your, on your meaty thighs? Um, and then I noticed... Then, like as I wi- like wiped the blood past my leg, I gave it a good like thunderous slap. Right. And like ah, that's a meaty. I said that's a thick boy. See, typically these are like uh, like missed social cues. When you start talking about the various ways you've bled or or the various uh, ways that your muscles are growing, it's a weird thing to just jump into a conversation with. No, that's it's, not, it's, that's not, not elevator it's not elevator conversation. It's not that my muscles are growing. It's just I haven't worked. I haven't like because I've been hurt or I've been working like. 15 hours a day and i had a really light day today so like i did a bunch of squats like right before we did the show and, and you so did I'm so many like, squats that you made yourself bleed and i was just like damn all right boy you know there you go back at it i haven't been able to go to the gym for a couple of weeks because of work and just the other day i finally went in and i, I worked at probably about 70 percent of my normal capacity and i'm still a little sore that's pretty good though yeah, you take a little break, and, it, and it's it, like it. I, and it made me think, like, oh, maybe I should only work out every three weeks, because then I feel it. Like I feel it way more, and I think I did more than I did. Ooh, there yeah, you go. you're supposed to recover. Uh, well, yeah, but you're you're only supposed to have like a date. You should only need like a day to recover. I don't know. I hear like weight, like bodybuilder types that say, like, yeah, I took the last nine months off to like <laughs> rest my joints. I do wonder sometimes if I'm stumbling into fitness. Like, cause I'm not following the rules to the letter. I'm not doing all of the necessarily, you know, uh, hitting certain muscle groups in a certain order or anything like that. And I wonder if maybe, cause the rules are constantly changing about what does and doesn't work. I wonder if it's possible. I've just completely ass backwards stumbled into like the optimum, uh, diet and exercise regime. It just usually means that like, uh, you should exercise sometimes and you should try to eat pretty good and you should try to get some sleep. Yeah. Abs are built in the kitchen. They say. Yeah, like as long as you do basically that, you're okay. Yeah. Again, unlike Superman, who just was born with abs. Born right. with fantastic abs, Kryptonian abs. We don't abs. know that. We don't know that. Can't, like we Maybe we shouldn't jump to the like, conclusion. You think he hits the gym? I mean, I never, I don't remember baby Superman ever being drawn with abs. Like he probably, like, he's got, like, Superman, like, is always kind of working out. He's always like, using his powers. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine it has to be, like, he must be burning a lot of calories with all the flying and everything. Uh, yeah, like, he's always flying, like, like he, like how someone swims, so he has to keep his yeah, body in that position, right? Yeah, he's probably getting a lot of wind resistance, too, when like, he's up there. Why doesn't he uh, just fly standing up, like, straight at you? I mean, I guess it just looks more dynamic, putting that one hand out there like that. Yeah, isn't it kind of, wouldn't it be terrifying if Superman staying straight up just starts, like floating at you yeah it's very intimidating it's very intimidating when he does it that way i've I've heard it also say that he doesn't actually fly he he has a certain uh a certain level of telekinesis and he's actually just mentally projecting himself through the air i just always assumed the kryptonians were they had this they could defy gravity 
Well, well, they're, they're, it's different on Earth for them because the gravity is different on Earth, and that, that's what right, makes but, them super powerful. Right, but if they can fly on Earth, they probably could fly on Krypton, too. I don't think they could. Why not? Because, well, I thought that was the whole thing, is that on Krypton, they're just normal people, but because yeah. of the yellow sun... The yellow Superman sun, is, Earth's is gravity, all... and everything. Yeah, what is Superman. that? I know, but like that doesn't even make any sense. What do you mean? The yellow sun is different. They have a different so sun. So the Kryptonians already knew this. Why wouldn't they use their spaceships to go to planets with yellow suns? I don't know that they necessarily knew. I think they just yeah. sent Superman to Earth no. because it, it was kind of similar to Krypton. I thought they did specifically because they he'd have uh, abilities they there that would make him a god. Yeah, I thought that was the point. Every every parent wants their son to be a god that rules over the world. Like I'm pretty sure, like that'd be dumb, right? If I was a Kryptonian mm-hmm. scientist and I'm like, hey, it looks like this particular solar radiation makes us gods for some reason. They're like, oh, we should probably move there, right? Like, yeah, we should. The end. Yeah, well, that's kind of the kind of Zod approach. I always thought like their planet blew up because they all had Superman powers and they just like shook the planet to its core. Oh, just you mean from they, moving around? Well, maybe if they would have cried more, it would have been fine. And that's the yeah. moral of today's comic. Yeah, we'll we'll explain that when we get to the end of it. Um, which is the whole reason I picked this comic in the first place. This is Superman number two sixty three from nineteen seventy three, a book called Man of Molten Steel. Uh, two stories actually. That's our first one, written by Elliot S. Magan, art by the great Kurt Swan and Murphy Anderson. Um, Only this is, Swan is worthy. Kurt Swan. Well, he's a he's, he is one of the quintessential uh, Superman artists of the time, and it's got we've got a great Neil Adams cover by the way. See a dynamic pose. The, that Very classic dynamic. dynamic pose where he's got like one knee down and he's and he's staring right at you and he's gonna rip your dick off. But it's also one of those half real photo. Mm-hmm. I, I know, imagine with like the cell over it, which always reminds me of Sesame Street. I imagine this was done probably yeah. to yeah yeah. It's it's a drawing. It's an actual uh, comic book panel of Superman superimposed over an actual uh, photograph of a city street, which I I assume was done. Uh, for budgetary reasons or for or for time reasons, because this probably only took Neil Adams like 20 minutes to get done, and then just it superimposed it over an image and called it a day. And uh, traffic is driving by Superman, and they're just like, huh, "Look at that! Superman's half on fire! Another day in the city! Yeah, another get day out of the way, you you majuke or whatever." Beep, 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 beep. They got to get really used to it. You just got this is gonna happen. You know, it's weird because in the real world, like if we had a disaster on the scale of what Superman experiences on any given day, like we'd be recovering from that for years. Right. I would move. Well, yeah, but I mean, even the planet, the whole planet has to deal with with problems on like a weekly basis. This is why, like, the Lex Luthor wanted him to leave. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, wait a second, your your species blew up its own planet, like blew up its its planet. Like, I don't want you here. Yeah. Hey, you don't have a good uh, good track record here. Yeah, clearly you're bad for planets. <laughs> you're not you're not exactly the Captain Planet here. No. What if it was like a like a like a pest removal company? Like, do you have Kryptonians on your planet? No, I see it. You got a rampant Kryptonian infestation here. But as soon as they're gonna absorb all that solar radiation and just shake your planet down to the core for the with their powers. It's just every every big city's got its problems. Chicago, they got their rats. Metropolis, they got their Kryptonians. How many lady reporters do you have? Ah, oh, that's a lot. They really they really like them. <laughs> they're so attracted it's like two. to them. Yeah, it's all it takes. That's enough. You're gonna want your yeah. You're gonna want to get rid of all your uh, lady reporters. Yeah, if you, you want to just want to keep get, those Kryptonians out. Get rid of journalism altogether. They're really attracted to journalism. Yeah, they love finding out that. the truth. Hey, do you want to get rid of these pests or not? Remember, uh, this is actually kind of prescient because recently Superman uh, 
he changed his slogan. He's officially fighting for truth, justice, and a better tomorrow now. No, not the American way, a pinko shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's been gone for a while. I honestly don't think they've used that phrase in like 30 years. Wasn't it the Justice League of America? Uh, Originally, it was the Justice League of America. Now it's just Justice League. How long did that take? To get rid of that of America? Yeah, um, it was the still, same time. Well, they've had a couple different iterations because there was Justice League Antarctica, Justice League International. Right. But the OG uh, Justice League, uh, they were still Justice League of America into the late 90s at least because the Morrison run that then went on for like another 60 issues after he left, uh, that was still JLA. It was just called JLA. Yeah, so uh, any reason why uh, DC Comics uh, hates America? Yeah, they're socialists. Bring right, back the comics code. This is why I like the uh, Batman, a fine example of American mm-hmm. morality. Yeah, the autocracy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So anyway, maybe we should get comic, into this thing, huh? Yeah, comic starts. Yeah, I'll get into this. Well, I mean, it, it's not exactly, there's not a lot to cover in the comics, so. Or here uh, we have this movie being filmed, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a monster movie, but somehow uh, something goes wrong. A... Uh, a non-union prop guy hands Alec Baldwin a gun, and he, he shoots the stuff in. Oh. Yeah, this was coincidentally timely. Yeah, yeah. So we open with Superman observing a human rights violation, and uh, he's and flying- Alec Baldwin, producer on the set, is like, is that Superman? I fucking hate that guy. He's always trying to stop me from shooting all these cinematographers. I'll say two things. One, I hate to have sympathy for Alec Baldwin, because by all accounts, he's a, he's a shitty guy. But man, that's rough. That is no, really rough. That's his rough. fault. He fucking kick. He, he's he was a producer. I don't know that the producer necessarily has any say in the prop department or or is no no no. It. Like they had a crew and the crew left because of the conditions were horrid. So they hired a non-union crew and some jabroni was yeah. the, became the prop guy. They handed him a loaded fucking gun. <laughs> so that was the second thing I was gonna say is I just like a half hour ago read an article that said uh, one of the main, many terrible things on the set was I guess the camera crew was like a mile away from the set or I'm sorry like an hour away from the set it took them forever to get in every morning so they 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 kindly requested to be uh, uh, put up closer to the set so they wouldn't have to drive an hour every day and uh, not only did the production say no we're not going to do that they went ahead and had t-shirts made for the crew that mocked the cameraman and mocked how long it took them to get into set every day what the fuck yeah yeah uh, see Alec Baldwin and then, and then that lady started asking too many questions yeah I don't know man uh, it, but I read that story and I also thought you know what I'm betting this kind of thing is what happens to pretty much every movie production we just don't hear about it because usually someone doesn't get shot in the face so we don't go investigating but that's, that's probably what most movie sets are like it is and that is why there's a very big deal going Awful. on right now with the I was it IATSE yeah IATSE oh, IATSE yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and them fighting for new contracts and, and more safety protocols and regulations. So, yeah, this is a huge, huge issue. And for this to happen right now is, again, very time timely, not in a good way, but in a relevant to the cause way. Right. What so, if what if the cinematographer was saying that to Alec Baldwin, like yelling at him, like this is yeah. bullshit? He goes, "I'll tell you what's bullshit. You and your fucking commie talk." And he shoots her point blank with I his gun. I don't think that's what happened. I'm Alec fucking Baldwin. <laughs> I was the shadow, goddammit. I'm uh, on Saturday Night Live and I played Trump. Between that and people, you know, pointing out that his wife isn't actually Spanish. What if, like, he, what if he she, said she he'd acts only... like it and yeah. Yeah. What if that's because Alec Baldwin uh, told, because like, he doesn't go find his own women. He has like an agent do it for him. He goes, I only have a Spanish woman. That's all I want. So this lady's just like, 
I'll pretend to be Spanish. Oh, get that, get that, marry, uh, get Baldwin that Baldwin fortune. Money. I can get it. I can, I'll have a good time before he clearly loses his mind and shoots someone on set. And he's still the best of the Baldwins. He's still the at the best. top of the heap. <laughs> right? I guess. Yeah. I guess. That's weird, man. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for him to uh, to slide down to number two? I don't know. I think they'll have my Sarah live anymore. What's going to be Billy's chance? Stephen Baldwin is now Justin Bieber's father-in-law. So, Ooh. in real life, yeah, that's a good gig. I saw Justin I like an article with Justin Bieber and Ice T or Ice Cube mm-hmm. uh, help. Uh, no, uh, or or shit, I don't know who, but it was Justin Bieber with uh, somebody. But they were baptizing Ooh. Marilyn Manson at like a Christian. <laughs> Like Marilyn Manson has found Jesus. Oh, is this how he's trying to uh, fix yeah. his image? Maybe it was Kanye West because he's a church, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Kanye West is 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 going through a thing. I'm pretty sure. And that's Sunday what that... service is his whole like how he's presenting shit. So I don't know if that's real. Right, but that might be what's happening now. Wow. I know he invited Marilyn Manson to the show. Like to mm-hmm. perform mm-hmm. in it and stuff. I don't know if that he's on the album great. or something. If Manson like finds Christ, that would be fucking great. That would be a great end to that career. And guess what, uh, James? Uh, Marilyn Manson would go to heaven before you. He probably would, yeah, because he took the necessary steps. That's right. All you had to do was just praise I, your undying loyalty to it's, something that it's may not strange, be real. It's strange that I haven't done it yet. It's really it's weird. Just in case, like Marilyn Manson's yeah. doing. Just in case. Yeah, just well, why not have that backup know, plan? Maybe this weekend. Yeah, you know what? I might get around to it this weekend. I might, I might get around to myself. I'm going to write down uh, Get Salvation on my little notepad for this weekend. You know, James, I'd be honored to baptize you. You could probably get that done. Like, you could yeah. be ordained to, to marry somebody over the internet. Can't you be ordained to uh, give, me a, give me a little splash? Yeah, I'll give you some splash, yeah, bro. I'll splash. get my splash license. Yeah, come on. I'll get, I, I, I got a bucket. Wouldn't I just ask God? And then, like, God, if you think it's okay for me to baptize James. <laughs> give me no sign at all. Give me no sign whatsoever. <laughs> all right. All know. right, James. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can baptize you. Uh, it's cool with God. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we have a plan. I'm glad we have a plan set up. All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So maybe we should start on this comic book. So, <laughs> so there's this director, this horror film director named Simon March, and uh, he's got his uh, stuntman in this crazy, like creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Kano from uh, uh, what is it? What's his name? Goro. Uh, Goro. Goro from uh, Mortal Kombat costume. So he's like a creature with four arms and everything, uh, and he's caught on fire. Oh, there's like, uh, there's like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, motors and whatnot. Yeah, inside yeah. The costume. It's short well, bursting of flames. Well, and this is this is happening after they've had to pause filming because Superman just ruined a shot, which is something I didn't yes. think about. Actually, was like, oh yeah, I guess anything filming around there, they do have to deal with that. Maybe he just does that to be an asshole. A and, movie uh, he doesn't like. And Alec Baldwin runs. Well, up to it use seems the fire like he does keep doing it to this man. Yes. <laughs> Maybe he's not a fan. Well, yeah. the guy talks about how he, you know, doesn't have what, safe sets and shit. What if he had, what if he made an unflattering Superman film Biopic, or documentary? Yeah. So now Superman just like flies by all of his shots like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Why not? I'd do he it. Just, he, just, he just makes the, the, the shoots go way long and over budget and he ruins this yeah, guy's movies. He... I'm on patrol. It's not my fault. So uh, Superman sees that this uh, stunt guy is on fire and he picks him up off of the set and he flies him into outer space. 
Right, where he immediately suffocates and yes. freezes. <laughs> this this had to have been a very quick rescue because he takes him up there so that the the uh, the the uh, fire can't spread anymore because there's no oxygen. But also, uh, it's a human who needs to breathe, and I don't and, think Superman uh, understands that. And and Alec Baldwin notices like a Superman's finally gone. Now I can shoot more stagehands. He, just, and he just starts just, firing his gun indiscriminately, he quickly shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, Superman stops me. <laughs> There's only one Superman. He's out of town. Oh, I'm being very insensitive. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a horrific situation. This is a too soon. It might be a too soon. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up what happened. It's a very fucked up situation and a very mm-hmm. sad situation. I got to say, there were uh, a lot of memes about it immediately. Yeah. yeah well, because yeah. it was also a very avoidable situation. I thought they used a CG muzzle flashes now. Like the, because of this, like I thought that was the standard. Is um, just CG it? I would assume. I mean, the thing about CG is like everything is CG, even if you don't think it is. Like people just right. walking by a table is the table is CG just because like they want to have the control of doing it all later. So uh, you uh, you would think so, but maybe uh, maybe it was a lower budget production, or maybe they wanted the realism of it or whatever. But they they got oh, yeah, realism. That was, yeah, that was worth that lady's life for sure. Yeah, the realism. I, I the do movie wonder, now will never fucking see. That's what I wonder about. Like, are they gonna finish this movie? No, I don't know. They no. might. No, Mike, I'm not sure. They might go back and finish this movie. That family is gonna sue the shit out I, of production. I'm there's not denying no it. No way they're gonna have enough money to make a movie. So, didn't I, there's a guy that died during the making of the Twilight Zone movie? Okay, that movie still came out. Yeah, the, but the, I don't the remember how t- they addressed that. The Batwoman TV series, mm-hmm. a stunt woman, a stunt person is now paralyzed for life. Yes. Another stunt person got like third degree burns and the lead actress like got her neck broken. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading about all that. Jesus Christ. It's, well, apparently uh, the CW shows are shot so quickly and so cheaply that they're not the safest thing in the world. So that might be a little different from like a big Hollywood production. But yeah, the whole thing needs to be overhauled. Like people need to stop needing so much constant content that people have to produce it at such a, a literal breakneck pace. Yeah. There's so many shows and movies like no one's telling these people to hurry up. Well, no, because everybody has to get it. Like everybody has to get content out constantly because there's 5,000 streaming platforms and they all need a whole slate of original programming and they need it now. Yeah, we're going to implode. Into yeah. like a black hole of content. Well, I think it's also gonna... just that the quicker they do it, the cheaper it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. Like if they can if they can shoot it in a day. This is did I mention before I don't think I mentioned this before on the show, but I meant to because it's kind of fascinating to me. Speaking of shooting everything in a day, not entirely relevant, but relevant enough that I want to mention it. Uh have you guys realized that Bruce Willis kind of dropped off the face of the earth? And do you know why? No, he's been making shitty, like yeah. low budget action movies. Yes, and you know why he's doing that? Because he probably owes a bunch of money in taxes. Well, that that might entirely be true. But the reason is, so if you if you look up Bruce Willis's uh, filmography, he pumps out movies nonstop, but they're all like direct to DVD, just garbage, right? So you wonder, you know, what happened? He was a big, big name. Turns out Bruce Willis had now has it uh, as his official policy that he will only spend one day on a set, regardless of how big his role is. So all these big movies, like big Hollywood movies, are like, well, fuck it, we don't, we're not going to deal with that. Like that's we can't get a full performance out of one day but all these little movies that are like well we got bruce willis for a day we can shoot our shitty movie we can shoot all the scenes with him and that's going to give us a little bit of bump in the in like the discount dvd bin so that's why he just does he shows up for eight ten hours even if he's the lead and he does his whole thing and he's out of there 
Wow. What? Well, that's a really unrealistic expectation, but I guess he's doing it. He I mean, gets he's away not known it. for being a nice guy. No, he's known he for did being a, super unlikable. Oh, he did a Woody Allen. He was supposed to be in a Woody Allen movie, but I guess he showed up and knew none of his lines. Seems about right. Yeah. And like d- thought that he could just like, I guess with his action movies, he would just learn whatever lines he needed to learn for that scene or yeah. there'd be cue cards for him. Mm hmm. And and Woody Allen was uh, angry about that and uh, thinking about molesting his daughter. Yeah, those two things are really going to create tension on the set. What a creep. <sighs> Hollywood. May it never end. Um, so I hate Woody Allen is, is like everything I, I hate about people. Yeah, but the movies are good. A lot of those movies are really good. Which one? Name Manhattan? One. I, I never seen it. Okay, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the one with Andrew Dice Clay in it? That was pretty good. Something blue, something. Uh, are, there, are there any robots in his movies? I haven't or seen all like, of them. Uh, or like, I don't know. Any, anything I, from it, the vampire's point of view? It sounds like uh, like pretentious crap. It's a little pretentious, but there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm good. A little bit artsy fartsy. I don't mind that. Yeah. Does uh, I don't know. I like John Carpenter movies. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he brings the stunt guy down to the uh, back to the movie set, and he tells off Simon March, the director, and he tells him, "You need to get this shit together. Uh, I don't want to have to come back here and uh, steal your bullhorn again." Superman's like, "Hey, don't you, don't you don't you know this is a union set here? Didn't you hear about what happened in Russia? They had a revolution and killed all the rich people. <laughs> That's gonna happen here soon. So you better watch it." That's Superman saying that. That's Superman saying it. Why? I don't know where his accent came from. Because he's a fucking, because he's from New York and he's a comrade. What if the Kryptonian accent is the exact same as a New York accent? Hey, asshole. And it's how they talk naturally. Just like, there's something about their vocal cords that make it talk like that. Yeah. So they just introduce each other. It's lovely to see you, Kal-El. Hey, Kal-El, you fucking asshole. Every language, like he speaks a bunch of like alien languages, but he does them all in New York accents. Now welcome Val Zod, our resident scientist asshole. (laughs) Look at this guy over here. He thinks he's too good to sit with his his older brother. And he starts shaking his head (laughs) and tussling his hair. Ah, I love Uh, this guy. uh, Krypton, how'd they ever go wrong? Uh, so uh, probably Simon, from like trying to drill for energy at their core or something <laughs> stupid. We this asshole here says we need to get the oil out of the core of the planet. Uh, so Simon March uh, finds an ad in the paper, which is how people did everything back in the day, and uh, he goes to meet with this dude in Metropolis uh, who's clearly wearing a beetle wig. He's, yeah, wearing he's wearing a, a wig. He's wearing, wearing a, a wig. wig like the manager at the CVS by my house. Yes. Like we know. Like just stop it at that point. Just shake your guys head. It's fine. really hate. No, so those guys hate being bald. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They just hate it. So you know what? It's easy for, for someone. To, it's easy for me. I have a, a, a fairly normal shaped head. So I can just say, like, yeah, just mm-hmm. shave it. God's Some blessing. people don't got, they don't got like good heads. No, if you have a dent or something, this was an issue. This was an episode on a. This was a, a concern on an episode of the Cosby Show when Theo was considering shaving his head, and they had to tell him like his head is weird shaped. You don't want to do it. You got a dent and a bump, like a cone head. <laughs> yes, he might have a cone head. Some motherfuckers got. Cone that sounds head. like a very special episode. <laughs> it was. A, it was a very dramatic. It was a two-parter. It was a very dramatic one. So they get the only kind of toupee they can get. Yeah, well, I guess you have to have so. It has to be much thicker Which in one part. Which is apparently the hair of a young British 1800s child. <laughs> this man is in his late 60s and he's got he's got like perfect brown hair. Isn't that pretty funny? That's just something they, they haven't figured out yet. 
fixing hair? Oh, they yeah, have. Like losing your hair or no, how to grow it back. No, like, no. Just, I did a conference. Just, I worked at a conference a few years ago. They did figure out. It's called stem cells, but uh, nobody will let them actually use them. Why? Because of, because of puritanical Americans who think that stem cells are uh, unethical. Oh, now I really want some stem cells. Yeah. Stem, it was incre- I was like a whole week-long uh, convention I did about stem cell research, and basically every problem that exists, they've pretty much figured out how to fix it with stem cells, but the well, FDA says that, no. I, ma- I imagine like uh, the pharmaceutical and medical industries don't want a cure-all. Sure. Because I'm, that would ruin their business. Sure. Their business model would be fucked up. Sure. I actually, they, at the end of the week, they brought up a lawyer from the FDA and his job was to kind of smooth things over. And that did not go over well because these doctors were furious and they tore this guy apart because th- they were holding up the research and they're holding up the advancements that would solve all of these problems for like all of mankind. Huh. Yeah. I wonder what, uh, yeah, they can't. Yeah. Isn't that, that's the stranglehold they have on our society. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. We're living in a society. That's why I say we should just kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> Take their yachts and driving them around like uh, we're yeah. like like assholes from Boston. Mm-hmm. Should probably kick their asses or Krypton assholes yeah, from kick Krypton. Kick their asses, yeah, right. Let's go and kick their asses. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, this this like mad scientist guy in what is clearly a toupee, uh, he brings Simon March into his lab and he explains to him if you take this weird pill LSD. Uh, yeah. And then I strap you into this equipment. I can see your dreams and help you like come up with a, a terrifying nightmare that'll be a great uh, movie plot for you. This guy's like, sign me up. Let's do it. It's like this is incredibly convoluted, but sure, I'll, I'll take well, any pill. How come they don't just record the movie? They record what you're seeing then. Well, if, because like, why? You know. Well, because there needs to be a, a, a sex plot as well. There needs to be a, a romance. Oh, a romance yeah. line, Isn't that yeah. weird? I was watching this movie called Lord of Illusions, starring mm-hmm. Scott Bakula. Mm-hmm. And sure. for no reason in the middle of the movie, there's a fuck scene. Yeah. It's like, these people aren't having sex now. It's got to be in there. It's got It's in that, and it's in The Eternals. Got to have a sex do, scene now. It doesn't do two. anything to The Eternals? In The Eternals? Is that out? It, this is a problem. See, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be out, but it's doing really poorly in advanced reviews, so it's looking like it's like possibly their first actual bomb. It looks bad. It, I it, gotta say, it is like well, because the inhum the Internals is basically a warmed over version of the Inhumans, which is a yeah, warmed the, over version. It, it, yeah, the Inhumans bombed too, didn't it? Yeah, but that was a different thing because that was uh, an Ike Perlmutter TV production. That was like not even really considered part of the of the movies. But yeah, this well, is they're gonna say the same thing about this one. Well, that, yeah, and they're basically not. So Kevin Feige didn't base didn't want to use the Inhumans because his feud with uh, Ike Perlmutter meant he didn't want to touch anything that he had used. So rather than use the uh, Inhumans, who are at least kind of marketable, they got a, a giant bulldog and a guy who can't talk and everything. Uh, they went with the Eternals, which is like it's just getting a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. Like you're getting like there's nothing there. Yeah, that dog would have been good for merchandising. People would have loved Lockjaw. Right? Shay named her imaginary dog after the sound he made. Wumpa Wumpa? He made something? Wait, that is a lot to take in here. You have an imaginary dog? We, it's happened on the podcast. Does nobody listen to this podcast but me? I only go episode by episode. When we did the Inhumans episode, uh, the sound that Lockjaw made... Uh, was like Wumpa oh, Wumpa. Oh well, yeah. Sorry, James. I didn't remember the thing nah, from five years ago. You don't. You don't read the notes on every episode weekly. <laughs> just a study, like the Bible. No. But yeah, that would have been a much more marketable thing. They they probably should have just uh, swallowed their pride and done the Inhumans. And now they're looking at a potential bomb that tried to be super mature and sophisticated and include some sex scenes. And everybody's saying it does not work. 
Oops, are they gay? Are they like really like subversive? They, they and did piss sh- off the parents. That's another thing is they went in and you know what? I'm totally fine. Make your straight characters gay. Make your white characters black. I really don't care. But they went through and they kind of like tried to tick all the boxes and they went, hey, look, all these men are women and all these uh, white guys are Asian guys and this straight guy is a gay guy and they like shoved it all into this movie to like make up for all the years that they didn't do that at all. I mean, they're Eternals. Like, I don't think they're gonna really give a shit about labels. Yeah, they have no sexuality. Well, they're just gonna kind of, by yeah by then they're over it. Yeah, dude, I'm not even forty and I'm kind of over it. I imagine all their dicks fell off into the toilet. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't use <laughs> toilets. They gave it a sad flush. No, they just they just go wherever they want, like like wild like, dogs. Huh? Mm, yeah, mm, it's fine. I didn't need that anyway. That's what they should have called the movie. Let's how about we re-edit the t- title sequence where it just instead of Eternals, it like has a motorcycle sound and then out- made a fire. It says wild dogs. I mean, that's probably already a movie. And then the rest of the movie is the same. <laughs> that's another two and, a half, two and a half hours of people looking at vistas. It's just, it's just like, then it's the Eternals move, but it just changed the name. And, yeah. we, and we poorly edit, like we poorly dub them. And whenever someone says Eternals, instead they say wild, wild dogs. Wow. Okay. Right, I'm, I'm coming diddly, 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 diddly. Yeah, and a little, a little Zach Wild guitar solo comes in. Right. And Zach Wild is like digitally put in the background of every scene. Well, he's the wildest <laughs> he's just, dog of all. And he's just like headbanging, playing his guitar, but he casts no shadow yes. because he's like, he's, <laughs> he's just a vampire man. In, poor, no, he's just poorly <laughs> put into the, the scene. They like, it's clearly digitally. Oh, Zach Wild. It's like, like Superman's mustache. Just like, <laughs> Zach Wild's there. It's got that nice blur around him. Yeah, I got that Gaussian <laughs> blur. Yeah. Doodle-doo. We thought maybe we'd get in that, that rock and roll, that, that like biker juggalo market. Yep, Kevin Feige is just sitting back in the editing bay, dusting his hands. A Wearing masterpiece. his Black Label Society t-shirt. <laughs> Part of the local crew, brother. Uh, another winner. Okay, yeah, like they all be- they all became like hell yeah, brother guys. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I love those guys. Maybe those guys should be the Kryptonians. Right? Hell yeah, brother. They're always like revving their motorcycles. Hell yeah, the Black brother. Label Society. Let's get over to the science center, brother. What's your favorite ACDC song? Answer is all of them. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, brother. Anyway, so so we nothing, see... Nothing that a cold shit. shower beer will fix, am I right? Hell yeah, brother. Uh, okay, all right. So uh, we see inside Simon uh, March's uh, dream, he dreams of having a giant, a giant, a giant wild dog, actually. Uh, that's like the that's like of, the dogs that attack Thor in that other comic we did. Yeah, recently. yeah, like a giant wild wolf dog that he rides, and it and they're collectively on fire, and they're gonna burn Superman to a crisp all in his dream. This is this yeah. is the dream he has, and the and the dog uh, bites him in the dream, and Superman gets a bad skin irritation <laughs> from yeah. the fire. The fire covers exactly half of Superman's body, and I do, I don't understand how that happened in this. Yeah, book. he two faces him. Yeah, that's right. Retcon. Yes. Superman's two face. I've never seen Superman and Two Face in the same comic. That's right. He just flies over and obliterates Batman. (laughs) So, so, uh, Harvey Dent, Clark Kent. It's really close. You know what? I'll tell you though. I'll tell you. Here's a fun fact Harvey Dent's original name, if you look at the first appearance of Harvey Dent, it was Harvey Kent. Well, there you go. That Good enough true. reason to bomb uh, Iraq and Afghanistan that for is, me. That is true. And if I'm wrong, I'll play the why do I keep fucking up music next time. But I'm 99% sure that he was originally called Harvey Kent. And they might have changed it specifically because they didn't want people confusing him with Clark Kent. Anyway, so uh, Simon Simon uh, March wakes up 
And uh, the the scientist guy tells him, "Wow, that was that was a fucked up dream you had, buddy." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, dude, he's like, bro, you just dreamt about like having sex with your kids. Like, unless like if you if you don't give me a million dollars, I'm gonna release that tape to the papers. <laughs> he goes, don't you do that? I'm gonna keep this tape in my personal file. Yeah, well, uh, you, I own you now. I have your dreams that recorded. So he tells him. Real. <laughs> He tells them, like, uh, I'll help you make this thing real, but in ag- in agreement, uh, you have to give me your ability to dream. I don't know how this works, but that's the know. that's the agreement. He signs the it eagerly. Like, how, he goes, you're clearly an older guy. How have you kept your hair so is it to its natural color and so lustrous? Well, he is a lustrous? mad scientist. Lustrous? Lug- lustrous or luxurious? Lustrous, lustrous or luxurious? Them. I think, he, yeah, he, he made a portmanteau out of them. There right, you go. Look at me, portmanteauing. Portmanteauing like a champ. That's so, my favorite Kryptonian. Port- <laughs> well, portmanteau is a, that sounds that sounds more like a Green Lantern. So I googled, yeah, and yeah. Harvey Harvey Kent is considered one of the versions of Two Face, but it was um, uh, nixed in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes, but originally, originally I yes. believe he was. Yeah, in like yeah, the thirties, and and yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a Harvey Brent person. That's no, my canon. I've, I've never meant a Brent that I could trust. Sorry, Brents of the world. Yeah, you Brents, you, you bastards. So uh, then we switch over to the Galaxy Broadcasting Building. You might be wondering why it's the Galaxy Broadcasting Building and not the Daily Planet. This is a time when uh, a guy named Morgan Edge bought the, the Daily Planet and turned it into a TV network and made Clark Kent a television reporter instead. Oh yeah, that's that's what happens. Yep, that's what happens. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little more backstory. Morgan Edge turned out to be working for Darkseid. Uh oh. So the whole the whole intention here, I don't really know what the the master plan was, but basically it was Darkseid getting his tendrils into Earth, and the first appearance of Darkseid was this Morgan Edge guy talking to Darkseid on a little uh, a little monitor, a tiny little like three inch monitor in the seventies, which was very very futuristic at the time. I think we did that comic. I was about to say, I feel like we read this. Yep, that was an issue of uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Right, which I thought would have been a cool movie. Yeah, yeah, like, it still could be that like that like they, no, it won't. Clearly, like clearly, the the comic book movie companies really don't want to do any of the super rad shit. It's it's gonna be comic book movies are still in like the golden age era. They haven't moved on to the wacky silver age yet. They're starting. Like, to I want to like Jimmy Olsen leading a, a a gang of movie filmmakers on a on a death train in a hyper colored fantasy time. world. Give it like, time. That's the movie I want to see. Give, we got it. Well, you got to support every single comic book movie, including the Eternals, if you uh, want to get to that. Uh, I will. I'll watch the Zach Wild cut. <laughs> release the <laughs> release the Zach Wild cut. I want the Wild Dogs cut. Of the Eternals. This is going to be our longest episode ever. It's getting there. Um, so anyway, done. the book's almost over. No, there's a no, second it's story. Not. The whole reason I picked this book is the second story. We're not there yet. Let, let, I'm going to put the gas down. Here we go. Here we go. So anyway, uh, Clark Kent is tasked with keeping an eye on uh, Morgan Edge's like nephew, who's like the replacement Jimmy Olsen, a dude named Percy. All right. right. So he's going to call, go, call, call Percy because girls always hand him their purses to hold because they don't respect him. I was thinking it had to do with Percy Sledge. Maybe I'm wrong. So, I just thought uh, it was a fancy or, or, British name. Yeah. Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson, sure. So uh, so they're going to go interview the mayor, I guess. But in the meantime, we catch we cut back to uh, Simon March's movies, and we see that he is uh, taking a David Fincher-style approach to handling his cast by just berating them and telling them they can't act. 
Right, and they can't. Getting great performances out of him. That's, hey, man, that's how we got Seven. That's how we got Fight Club. Just I didn't know he shit. did that. I'd yeah, be a yeah. great director then. What what David one day, thing David Fincher did, and I can't remember who he did this. Maybe Ed, Edward Norton. I'm not sure, but he would make him do the same scene like literally like 80 times, and then and then uh, would say just within earshot to uh, you know uh, someone on the production, yeah, delete all of that, throw all that away, just so that Edward Norton or whoever it was would hear that and just be crushed. They spent all day on something that just got deleted, just to antagonize him to get a better performance. Jeez. Yeah, he's he can be he can be harsh when he needs to be. Anyway, so uh, so we see that uh, this scientist dude uh, he's into both magic and science, which kind of makes him kind of interesting. His name is Phoenix, by the way, Doctor Phoenix or Professor Phoenix or something. And uh, he uses his combined knowledge about science and magic to create the uh, flaming wolf dog that Simon's going to ride, and he does. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so. Yeah, how? Yeah, they just kind of glossed over that. They're like, "I'm going to use science and magic and yeah. bring the guy's dream to life." Yeah, well, this and apparently sort of a- he has made sure to write down everything he's ever learned. Yes. Well, he's like yeah. me. And the uh, the director the director guy's like, "Man, I should have dropped him money." <laughs> so yeah, he well he dreams of this giant flaming dog, and Simon March sees this and go, "Oh," and sees this and goes, "Oh, cool! I'll ride him into town." And kill Superman, and then just kind of take over the world. The, the dog has one of those adorable dog sneezes, and he sneezes fire all over the director, which also lights him on fire, but in a good way. Yeah. It, it got to the point where I was going to make another very dark Alec Baldwin joke, and then I just didn't want to. Yeah, right. I'm just sad now. So just sad, uh, poopy in your diaper now. So uh, we see Clark Kent trying to interview the mayor. Uh, but the mayor gets called away because he gets a phone call saying, "Hey, there's a giant flaming wolf destroying the city." And he take he like Clark Kent says like, "Hello, I'm here to interview." He goes, "Clark Kent? I was I was waiting for Harvey Kent. Oh fuck Get the this. fuck out of here." <laughs> So uh, Clark Kent, in order to go turn into Superman and deal with this, he he locks, he goes out the door that he and Percy, this kid, are in, and then he reverses the lock to lock Percy into this building. Yeah, you know, he, he turns around and uses heat vision to just uh, destroy him atomically. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Does this story seem I possible? don't understand. I don't understand why this office has a lock on the outside. Well, the For mayor victims. needs. Yeah, the mayor needs to be protected. Right. By locking just, him in? Well, no, so that he, he reversed can't the get door. Out. He reversed the door. He reversed he, the lock. It looks oh, like Superman, I missed that in the panel. Yeah, okay. It looks yeah. like Superman like rips the knob off the door. He okay. does. He rips the... Yes. Did, did you guys not follow this? He rips the oh, knob off the door and puts yeah, it yeah, on yeah. backwards to lock him in, which brings up an interesting problem because we see this a lot with Superman where he leaves somebody in a precarious situation to go do Superman stuff and he says, I'll come back and deal with that guy in a moment. But he doesn't know. He might be gone for a week. Super, shit happens to Superman all the time. Well, and he also does not go back. Superman flies out the window and then the, the fiery dog guy sees which building came from and shoots fire at that room and the guy's now trapped in there. Oh, shit. I did think that for a second. Like, what if the building catches on fire? Superman's like, oh, I doomed him. So so Superman goes to confront this this wolf dog and sure enough, he uh, lights half of Superman on fire and he turns he into a half molten man. He, he screams and dies. <laughs> well, it's it's incredibly agonizing. Uh, and so then Superman remembers that this basically happened to Apollo, I guess. And I looked this story up. I couldn't find it where no, Apollo yeah, fought Superman a monster got, wolf. Superman just got burned so badly. His brain's probably just <laughs> screaming. Making things up. And he's like, wait a minute. He's, yeah, in his delusional state. 
He's so, thinking, oh, wait a minute, I think Apollo fought a wolf once. I'm going to do what he did. Close enough. So he jumps into the wolf's mouth, which apparently leads him into an alternate dimension. Right. Well, the wolf's not real. It's a dream creation. This is pretty cool, I have to say. This is what I do like about Superman, because he can go into bizarre, inexplicable places. And sometimes people do that. don't do that. They just have him fighting like Goombas. And look I like this. Ha- look how burnt his penis is. Half of his penis. Half his yeah. penis. No, it looks like his full penis is burnt. <laughs> did, it, did it? Did it? Get the whole penis? Oh, Look how fuck. badly burnt his penis is, guys. Yeah, he got the whole thing. But I'm only one ball. He's Twitter. still got one working testicle, like in Hesher. Oh, yeah, Hesher. Hesher had one working testicle. Um, oh, man, I've been mean- you know what? You brought that up before, and I've been meaning to recheck it out because I want people to. Uh, I want people to check it out. So I'm going to keep bringing it out. Up. That's that's how I feel about Blood for Dracula. <laughs> nope, nope. We don't need to talk about that movie. That's something people can look up on their own time. <laughs> but go watch Hesher. The at the end of Hesher, it's a movie about like a uh, you know coping with a lot of grief and everything like that. And so at the end, Hesher, who's kind of a, like a burnout dude, he shows up at a funeral drunk and gives a a long rambling drunken eulogy about how great. Gratefully is to only have one ball how he yep. he lost one ball and it made him very sad and then he realized wait a minute i still have one ball that's fucking awesome i still have a ball and that's how you're yep. supposed to look at life it's like right. you still have one, your one ball yeah one ball is better than none one ball is better than none you can still get a lot done with one ball you could have no balls yikes yeah, yeah. Like, like, sh- like shay <laughs> that's that's the worst the worst fate anyone can that's have true no, she, i didn't even i but i didn't even have him to mourn you're yep. a freak yeah, ball is freak. <laughs> Weirdo. Go Instead, live with the I just got a bunch of little tiny ball-shaped things inside of me that fall out. Yeah, lady balls. Yeah. Yeah, that's what your lady ball. You can't even hold on to your lady balls. Yeah, nope. yeah. Can't Slippy do it. You slidey. Can't, you can't bundy those lady balls. I'll bundy them. You um, can't bundy your lady balls. <laughs> So Superman is in this weird dreamscape and he finds a sword and he realizes he has to destroy this flaming pentagon in the sky in order to destroy the the wolf monster. What yes. that has to do? Oh, yeah. Right. So, there's, okay. so within the wolf is a universe yes. and yes. within the universe is a pentagram. Yes. And you need to destroy the pentagram to destroy the universe to well, destroy a, the wolf. It's it's a pentagon. Sorry. Right? Yeah, it's not it's not a star shape. You could put a pentagram inside the pentagon. And you know, inside us there are two wolves, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that, that means two wolves constantly battling. That mean that means we have two whole universes inside us. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, that right. My favorite psychology textbook. The t- right. There's there's <laughs> the me. Two now wolves. I get my cat I get my uh my Nobel Peace Prize for saying that and people <laughs> carry me away. Just make up some bullshit philosophy about wolves. I don't care. What? <laughs> what? Everyone has two wolves battling inside I, of them. I like when I'm giving my speech, I have like uh, a clicker to like show images and I'm just showing panels from this comic. Look at that right there. <laughs> there are universes inside wolves. Have you remember that one thing we saw read on the internet once about two wolves being inside us? It's like a collective gasp. <laughs> <gasps> All right, all right. So this works somehow, and uh, Superman rips. I I like these crazy, just left field Superman adventures. This is fun to me. I like uh, that Superman's clothes burned off. And yeah, and then they burn back on. I love how like Superman is just like man. Another thing that kept me away from helping the poor. <laughs> things just keep happening. Well, in fairness, as Clark Kent, he was grilling the mayor until the mayor had to leave to go deal with this firewolf situation. I like how they arrested the director like he committed a crime. Well, so, okay, so so the the wolf disintegrates because 
two things. Number one, uh, Superman's clothing completely burned off at some point, but then as soon as the wolf is destroyed, his costume's back. Yes. Well, it was a dream. He was burned the exact same sure. way he was in the dream. Okay, fair. So it's just a dream coming true. Fair. Secondly, though, Simon March did commit a crime because he is claiming that now that he's devoured Superman, he's going to destroy all of Metropolis. That That's a crime. R- right, but like, what evidence do they have? Well, he's riding a flaming wolf that, and screaming that he's going to kill everybody. What evidence? Like, the wolf is gone. What evidence is there now to charge him? Ah, they, yeah, they probably need to make up some special laws for that, huh? Right, no one has their phones. Look how seventy-three. Superman's so dejected because he realized they can't actually arrest the guy. <laughs> well, the guy has also Fuck. broken his brain, and he no like, longer yeah. knows who he is or where he is. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, Superman's abs look sad. And I couldn't understand yeah. if he's if his. <laughs> I couldn't understand if his brain broke from the experience, or because he also the director gave his ability to dream. To Dr. Fantastic or whatever his name was. Dr. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Phoenix also told him the dosage he was taking might break his brain. Yeah. So Mm. I couldn't fully tell. Light it up, bro. If that was related or not. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, then we see the epilogue and we see Dr. Phoenix going, well, you know, I got mine. Uh, He's like, that was pretty cool. (laughs) So now we find that that he physically has the ability to dream encased in like a glass box. Yeah, and he just starts rubbing his dick against it. Yep. And uh, that's kind of how that story ends. Uh, we don't find out what happens with Dr. Phoenix, but apparently he's going to use his dream powers on Superman someday. He says, I wish I, 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 I'm i dreaming of real hair. <laughs> real hair. Real hair. That's, that's what I do every time before I go to bed every night. Before I give myself, and, and then but right before I have to give myself a sad bald guy buzz cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like, yep, this is what I can pull off. This is it. Well, this is this is my hairstyle now forever. <laughs> Speaking of sad white guys, that brings us to our backup story, which is the whole reason I put this on the list in the first place. It's a story called "Unhappy Birthday to You," written by Carrie Bates, art by Dick Dillon and Frank McLaughlin. Dick Dillon. Um, <laughs> Dick Dillon. Um, we have been Office, reading- Officer yes. Dick Dillon. We have been reading a lot of stories lately about men having to hold back their emotions. Like Death Race, oh, you mean Batman. Like all of them? Everything? Yeah. yeah you mean life? Re- life, yeah. It's really, this is why I'm relating to it. Yeah, they always want you to express how you feel, but as soon as you do, no one wants to fuck you. As soon as you do, you destroy the planet. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot to... Mike is of the opinion that a man should never cry ever, right? You got pr- you you to said... protect and provide, and you are not getting rid of that instinct in one right. generation of like try hard it's well, not happening it's so encoded in our brains to like for like, it's like just tribalry it's why little kids treat ugly kids like shit is because mm-hmm. they're programmed to push bad genetics out of the tribe and we're never going to get rid of it it's always going to fucking be there bullies are the real heroes of society um we agreed at least i felt that it was a fair compromise that men can't cry in general but if their horse or their dog dies, they can lean against the hallway and shed a single tear under their cowboy hat. Like, just get in your car and drive somewhere secluded and then yep. let it out and then pretend you didn't just do that. Which is what Superman does. Yeah. Well, yeah. So this is a story about Kryptonian birth rituals, uh, birthday rituals, I guess I should say. Um so Superman comes back to his home, his office. It's really not clear after a hard day of reporting. 
And he finds that all of his friends have gotten together to throw him a surprise birthday party. And he is none too pleased about this. Look, like Superman, they gave him some like movement lines to make it seem like he is surprised. He would have heard their heartbeats from like space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was he was busy. He was lost in thought. You know, but, how would he hear them from space? What do you mean? Like how would like else? You know how I have super, they have the, like the iconic image of Superman yeah. in space listening to the Earth. Mm-hmm. How there's no there's no air for sound. Like it, how does sound work in a vacuum? Y- yeah, it doesn't. Well, so no, but he he's not anything? he's not hearing it from the vacuum. He's got sort of like telescope ears or uh, like telescopic tel- telescopic ears, so he can he can uh, pull sound from a further distance. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that true? Like, can you not? No, I feel like we have recordings it. of what it sounds like on the moon, though. Yeah, stuff. what about the moon noise? What about like the rumbling moon sound? Oh, you guys believe in you guys believe in the moon? Huh? You believe in moons? <laughs> uh, I can accept Krypton, but the moon is a bridge too far. Uh, I've heard some compelling anti-moon landing arguments. You know, I I heard I think his name is Mike Lawrence. I heard a comedian the other day uh, really saying like you can't. The moon, the moon landing conspiracies have to end, regardless of what you believe. They have to end because you're taking away the one American accomplishment that didn't involve killing a bunch of people. Like it's weird that America we claims the moon we it claims we won the space race, but like Russia did all the other space stuff first. Yeah, but we got on there first. They did everything except, but then that that may not even be real. It's real. The Russians observed it with their own equipment. Right, but that's what. But isn't it listen, just we brought over some Nazis in order to make sure that we won. I bet I, I would see that them they brought over Nazis, right? And like, but then nothing works out. So like, man, we really need to justify hiring these fucking Nazis with something quick. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that that it's the it's the most ethical path to victory, but we got on that moon. I don't know, man. Like, Believe I don't you know. me, we got on I've that moon. I've heard some good arguments. I've heard some good ones. I've heard some arguments for the, to the contrary as well. I don't know. All I'm saying is, like, I don't fucking know. I didn't see it. Well, uh, luckily, I do know because because science has uh, pretty much shut the book on that. We went to the moon. It was awesome. Uh, okay, I don't know. Now Lance Bass <laughs> and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are going to start up the most awesome space colony that's uh, ever existed. I tell you what, I'll believe it when I go to the moon. I, I wonder if maybe you you still won't believe it at that point. I'll be like, Dude, I'm, in, I'm in a hotel. I see. I I I saw behind that set. Sand doesn't looking, fall that way. I'm I looking saw. at it like a like a window, and I'm like, this is a fucking monitor. This is fucking fake. You guys are just trying to trick me. I I listen to Joe Rogan. I know what's going on. Is Joe Rogan anti moon person? Is he anti moon? I, I think we've know. had this discussion. He goes back and forth. I haven't listened to his show in a super long time, so yeah, I have no idea how he feels. Pro- now. Probably for the best. Maybe uh, he's like very pro moon landing now. I don't know what happened. Yeah, well, now that he's a billionaire, he probably is all li- about I'll, going to the moon. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to his show when the next time he has Alex Jones back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's anyway. Like, it's like the only time I hear it now. So Superman comes back to the office, whatever, and everyone's throwing a birthday party for him, and he's really upset about it, but he has to play along because apparently Kryptonian birthdays are a time of deep sorrow. So now we get to find out what that's about. And we start with it raining glass on a child. Yes. So in the in the early days of Krypton, uh, they hadn't quite figured out all of their science yet. Uh, we see a little kid, and he's uh, walking through like these crystal caves, and uh, he's he's troubled by something, and it causes all of the crystals to just collapse and start falling on him. All right? mm-hmm. Where he's instantly killed. 
Well, he somehow isn't. He isn't killed. And his father brings him to the Drom, which is the patriarch, like the leader of the tribe in this area of Krypton. Yep. And when here, speaking of Joe Rogan, this is uh, Rogan Do. <laughs> his name is Rogan Do. <laughs> Uh, and so Rogan Du brings his son to draw to the drum, Voltaire, and, and tells he, him he goes he goes to the drum and says, you know, I don't think vaccines may not be all that great. <laughs> well, this is actually it's a pretty pro vaccine comic book, as we'll see in a moment. Uh, so they talk to the kid and they say, what was going on? He says, well, I felt like a fever coming up. You know, I was welling up in my body. I didn't understand these strange emotions because I'm a male. And uh, that's right. And he yeah. goes, good. No, <laughs> you don't no. Know. Don't walk know. it off. He says. It seemed to build up inside my body, and then suddenly it was gone. Pretty yeah, sure yeah, that kid just uh, had his first. Uh, his first, you know, you know. Are you what? saying he ejaculated in his yeah. Kryptonian pantaloons? Yeah. Wow. I'm saying and everyone like how, here is just figuring out how to have an orgasm for the first time, a la Pleasantville. I love how everyone in Krypton is just Greek. <laughs> so wait, like I thought all the Kryptonians had like black hair. Well, this, these like are I, primitive Kryptonians. This I is, thought all the Kryptonians looked like Clark. This is in the early days of Krypton, so maybe they hadn't quite gotten their uh, follicle genes together yet. Yeah, this is back when they could still look like fat Marlon Brando. Yeah. I always thought that was weird that uh, like Supergirl was blonde. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't she look like... I thought Kryptonians look like Clark. I always thought uh, that it was stupid that you base your entire character on this idea that he is the last survivor of a planet, and then it turns out that there are thousands of others. There's his cousin, there's an entire bottled city, uh, there's Zod, and then, of course, all Zod's people. Like, he can't go by himself. Now it turns out the Superman's father, the Jor-El, is still hanging around. That's uh, the, That's also what happens in the TV show Last Man on Earth. Yeah, 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 yeah. They gradually find more people, yeah. It's like, well, this title was wrong. Speaking of a guy who has two different faces... Remember he cut a, he for, shaved half his beard at one point for reasons I don't remember. Yeah, nobody remembers that. All right. Uh, I, no, I remember I, it. I just don't remember why. I quit yeah. watching the show. Uh, what are you, America? On. Because they canceled that shit. Yeah, I never uh, really get past like the first few episodes of any show. Yeah, I get it. All right. I, I get what you're trying to do. I'm done. I see shows. What I else? Know, I know how shows work. <laughs> you have an I argument. I need Batwoman to be done now. I get it. She's a woman. She dresses up like a bat. I get it. Next show. It's the only show I ever show I like, and I need more episodes constantly. Uh, okay. Tell that stone woman to hurry up. <laughs> so, so, uh, they. What the hell were we even doing? So it turns out that there's a, a crude listening device on the drums uh, desk, and his his balding brother has been listening into this whole thing and trying to cause his brother's downfall so that he can become the drum of the uh, tribe. And on his headphones, he's listening to a, a, the chant of, my hair will grow back. Yes. My hair will grow back. Yeah, he's, he's like, I can feel it growing back. He was talking to the Dr. Phoenix guy, and it wasn't working See, out. They would have they, they figured out stem cells on Krypton. They were probably that close, and then the core exploded. That's probably where they weren't yes, paying uh, attention to the environment, because they were so close to solving uh, baldness. Yeah, they were like, hold on now, what would Christ think about this? <laughs> Jor-El ran into the science laboratory. Hey, fellow assholes, hold on. I think the core is about to explode. They go, well, hold on. We're this close to solving baldness. Keep it down. Right. First of all, what does Jesus say about this? <laughs> he is Lord. I like to believe that Jesus went around to different planets uh, just embedding Christianity. 
And so we what's the reason it's like oh, they're like stem cells they're like oh oh my god stem cells are going to cure everything they're oh, hold mm-hmm. on now curing is jesus's job yes that's pretty much it is that that those are little babies those are little unborn babies you can't use them to it, improve other people's lives i would use them to power my car yes yes i'm pro stem cell it's a stem I would, cell i would I would do it if they cried like human babies while it's, doing it. It's it not seems a, very much like the Planned Parenthood thing, of right. where it's like Planned Parenthood. It's like what, like two percent is abortions and everything yeah. else, but we have to ban the whole fucking thing. And you recognize that, like, we could, like, if we start curing cancer and things like that with the stem cells, like, we'll save way more lives than it would ever cost us in in the stem cells, quote unquote, lives of the stem cells. That's not very uh, profitable, James. <laughs> I guess it's not. All right, all right. Anyway, so uh, then we see that the drum is, uh, he's hanging out with a, a, possibly an underage woman in a secluded area, and it's a little uncomfortable. I'm not on Krypton, it's perfectly normal. Yeah, I guess, I can't, I can't judge their society. Yeah, but and, look how uh, muscular everybody is. Yeah, that's why he wears cut-off shirts. Look at this. It's great that... I've been, thinking about, I've been thinking about going cut-off. I might do I've been it. doing it for quite some time. I might do it. I might do it. It's a weird time when you're well into your 30s to start uh, showing off your arms, but maybe. You know, you just use the excuse of, I'm just hot easily. Yeah, we're just, I just got to cool off. Just, just my shoulders are so bulky. It's really don't fit normal shirts. <laughs> so I got to cut that V in the front. I do love a good V-neck. It took me a while Shit. to stop spilling food down it, though. It's just a shirt I got at my gym. This is the gym I go to. I'm going to cut the sleeves off because my arms were getting so big on account of me going to the gym. <laughs> so, so very much. Is uh, it your name, Jim, too? It is. <laughs> I changed it. Changed it to Jim. <laughs> anyway. All right. So this woman is upset because uh, apparently someone is not going to permit their marriage. And uh, she's asking the drum to help facilitate this kind of thing. But before they can get anywhere with this, the whole place starts melting. Right, and, he pre- and he pretends to fall on her like, oh, my God. He's like oh. touching her boobs. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I fell. I'm just an old man. I can't stand up by myself. Yeah. And he falls so on her ass. So they're, they're in the glass forest as well. She's upset. Yes. And then, yeah, so she has her, her, her orgasm and the trees start melting. And so they go hide underneath an asbestos mushroom. Yes, that's they do. Right. Yes, and that's actually what they call. They hide under a mushroom, and she's like, "Well, the 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 acid that's falling from the sky is going to burn through this." And he goes, "Oh no, 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 no! It's just like that earth substance, asbestos. It'll be fine." Yeah, it's really we really had a hard on for asbestos until a certain point in our history here. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> well, what year was that? When when was the tipping point on asbestos? Like eighty three, seventies. I mean, they knew about it for a while. Yeah, 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 but that was too profitable. Yeah, and it's still, you know, asbestos isn't illegal. Oh, you ah. would uh, cure some of that asbestos cancer? Stem cells. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. an asbestos man. I'm in the asbestos game, you see. You would snap we? my suspenders. So say, say if we, like, had stem cells to cure cancers, yeah. would we still use asbestos now because of how good it is at why keeping not? fires out? Why, like, why not? not? We just cured cancer. Yeah. We'd be around asbestos. Getting cancer would all would be the like things a cold. That, would everything like that causes cancer would now no longer be a problem? I mean, look, I'm probably oversimplifying here. It might shock some people to realize I'm actually not an accredited scientist, so I may have some of my information wrong. But this is like a what if though situation. Like, yeah. say, like we could we like stem cells was a cure for like all kinds of cancers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a lot that would be a problem that is no longer a problem. That's true. Yeah. 
we'd be able to do a lot of kind a lot of I things. I feel like that would go in the same vein of well, would people just start smoking cigarettes again? Well, what if we like use the stem cells to the point where like we like say like we genetically engineer a gland that produces this? Would we be like wolverines? Would we all be like wolverines? Well, for all, a planet of wolverines is no wolverine at all. That's right. We'd yeah. be the planet of the wolverines. Yeah, yeah, and just we'd only it would only matter when we visited other planets or people from other planets visited us. Otherwise, it's just a fucking normal planet. Like, it's, but somewhere out there, because the universe is a theoretically infinite mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mathematically speaking, chances are there'd be a planet of wolverines already. There has to be. Yeah, if it was right, if, if it be. was biologically possible for it to happen, then it's happened somewhere in the multiverse. Yes. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, that's the well, planet. Who's I want to hang say out that on. can't be us, huh? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's been a it's been a pretty crazy couple of years. Reach for them stars. I, I think we've earned the Wolverine planet at this point. I think we deserve right? it. It can't get any weirder, right? Yeah, we, we paid our dues. G- give me the, give me them give me the metal bones. Everyone would have like f- like really like long sideburns, and there'd be some like cute tomboy girls that would look even cuter with Ooh. them. If the, as if that were possible. I know. So in uh, after uh, the Drom gets this lady out of the the melted ice castle, uh, he realizes that maybe his brother, his nefarious brother, who's been trying to take control, he might be behind all this. Right? Turns out he's Service. not. He's not behind all of it. He's like uh, he goes. I bet you it's that bald bitch. <laughs> It turns out, even though he is greedy and power hungry, he didn't actually do anything. He didn't facilitate anything. He was just listening in. He was just edging things towards go. He was hedging his bets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was just edging a little bit because they've all learned how to have orgasms and they're getting weird with it. He's like, I knew that fucking loser brother of mine would be behind all (laughs) this. And then his his brother has a moment of going, yeah, I might be right. I might be a loser. He's He's just like, that's the first thing he thinks of. And we here we learn Krypton is named after uh, an Adam and Eve like uh, couple called Krip and Ton. Yeah, Krip uh, is of course a member of the Krypt tribe, and uh, Ton is a member of the Bloods. <laughs> that's where they that. came from. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, that was something I'd never seen before. He said, our civilization will end in ruin if we don't get those fucking stem cells and become a bunch of Wolverines. Only a backwards planet wouldn't advance stem cell research. Man, I don't know why I thought that everyone in Krypton, I thought they just, like, uh, they genetically engineered themselves into being supermen. No, no, no. On on their planet, they're just relative so to each other. They're just an dudes. Accident that they get to Earth. Yeah. Okay. That's less so, cool. So... <laughs> It's not an accident. It was a deliberate choice to send I'm him saying, to Earth. Like, you think a guy like Zod, that'd be the first place he'd go. To Earth? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's why he wants to take over Earth. It's a, it's a, it would be a perfect place. All right. He's right. He should just yeah. breed with the local population, and then we can all yeah. be Kryptonians. Zod was right. Zod I, did nothing wrong. All you do is start up a Tinder. So then we see that the drum, uh, he's worried about uh, the, the future of Krypton. And as he's worried about it, he ac- accidentally destroys the statues of Krypton Tan. And he realizes that this has to do with uh, welled up emotions and sadness. Right. Well, just any sort of big emotion. Yeah, any, like. any big emotions, because it turns out that up to this point in Krypton's history, uh, the men, I guess really all of the people there, uh, but let's face facts, especially the men, especially. Uh, were not able to show their sadness at all or, or any sort of real emotion other than rage. Oh, well, yeah, they had to get to work. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, James, you were right. He does note that it's just sadness. 
That was yeah, my yeah. Bad. It's just negative feelings. It's just negative feelings. Negative that feelings. Been, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Negative feelings, uh, and they've been they've had to repress them, and so they work up uh, like a, a healing water for this. And what I like to note here is that. Notice how on Krypton, when there's a medical breakthrough that'll keep everyone safe, they just fucking take it. They just take it. There's no arguing. There's no fighting. The one guy who had a problem with it, the Drom's brother, he's still getting it. He's yeah, at the right. front of the line. He, he's, he's the he's first like a, guy in line. Yeah, he's a Fox News anchor. <laughs> I'm not going to tell people I got it, but fuck yeah, I'm getting it. Um, yeah, I like that they only have one line for the entire planet. And uh, they hadn't figured out uh, efficiency yet. This was a primitive moment in Krypton's history. And so everybody had to get in line and they had to drink this water vaccine. And as a result, it would repress, it, it would, I, I guess the water while it's in their body will absorb their destructive energy so that when they feel sadness, it doesn't destroy the planet around them. Right. So, right? so you're starting to tell me that Superman, who does not have access to this water, it's just yeah. a ticking time bomb at all times. He he got it. He presumably got it when he was a baby. Did he? I, I'd like to hope so. They didn't really say one way or another. They don't clarify. So all, what happens he just is... Looks, he yeah. just looks mischievously like, if I feel sad right now, I will kill everyone in this room. Kind of. So yeah, so what happens though is they have this serum inside them that absorbs the woeful energy, but in order to uh, process it, every six years on their birthday... They have to cry. They have to cry it out. It's like the Vulcans. A few drops. That's like the, every seven years, the Vulcans get the fuck. Yeah, it's it's and it's and the planet stinks so bad. Yeah, right. That they gotta open the windows, let the stink <laughs> oh, out. Oh God. Oh God. We should go to another planet. Fuck. <laughs> right. This is awful. Let's go to Krypton. Let's go, yeah, let's go to Earth. Where we're gonna be super <laughs> let's, gods. Let's go. Because that's how that works. What, what if every seven years the Klingons just went to like Earth to do all their fucking because they knew how smelly it was? Yeah, they're like whiffing it in. Like, oh, that smells. That smells horny. <laughs> and then just get the fuck out of here. Horny. Oh god! What, like what, what a what a crude word. Like cicadas coming to nest. Horny, horny is a bad word. Oh my god! The the, the Klingons are here and they're horny. Uh, so uh, yeah, then we end the story seeing that Clark Kent has to just put up with the Earth ceremony of Happy Birthday because he has to understand he's on Earth now, spaceman. You follow Earth customs, Earth it's rules. Not, it's not even his real birthday, so it's just another reminder. Yeah, it's just the day. They've just imposed an, an entire reality on, on Superman, the god. Yeah, he, he should be able to like differentiate here because, yeah, it's not his real birthday. No. You know, maybe this is why uh, everyone's okay with like living a lie because they grew up reading Superman comics. And they're like, yep, that's what you do. You lie about <laughs> who you really yep. are to your friends and family. Yeah, there was no lying before 1937. Yeah, isolate yourself. Isolate yeah. yourself emotionally. Never tell. let people know what's going on. Every man who went to war before Superman existed was very uh, emotionally open. Yep. There was Superman no such thing as shell yeah. shock. Yep. Yep. Everybody was very open. You know, you don't um, got time to feel sad when the, you got to pull that plow. Yeah. <laughs> plow ain't going to pull itself. You'd be sad when you're dead. You got an early shift tomorrow, son. Man, that is my dad right there. Be sad <laughs> when is, you're dead. You got to You know, shift. It, doesn't, it doesn't clarify. Okay, so every six years he has to cry. Right, when, yeah, we he, don't see him cry at the end here. Well, the and other we five years, we don't, yeah, we don't know if this is his sixth birthday that he's supposed yeah. to cry on. He or can enjoy the other five birthdays. Yeah, it's not even his real birthday. Like, does he cry on his actual birthday? That they yeah, don't know about? that's what I would assume. Yeah, I yeah. imagine he cries on his Krypton birthday. 
What a tough life. Wouldn't that be a different I, orbit too? So a year would we don't know how long a Krypton well, Kryptonian year I, is. I think the assumption is Krypton was pretty similar to Earth. Let's look and it up. So it had a similar Let's look okay. up what a, how long a Kryptonian year is. Uh Kryptonian year. How long? I'm betting it's it's close to one point three seven Earth years. So it's about fifteen months. All right, there we go. 16, I'm glad 15, we 16 months. Look at the flag yeah, of wow. Krypton. It's goofy. I tell you. I was not expecting this this clear of an answer. I thought this was going to go down a whole rabbit hole. Look at uh, that silly shit. Wow. The flag of Krypton is uh, the planet Krypton in the center surrounded by a kaleidoscope of random colors. No, there's two greens. Three. There's three greens, yeah. No, there's like a dark green, but then the same shade of pea oh, green yeah. that are like, so that's like... That means something, I guess. The red this in is, the middle with the two pea green, or they just couldn't think of any more colors when they were coloring it, it, this in. It's like they tried to uh, tie-dye their shirt and they fucked it up. They're like, yeah, and all the colors enough. are really, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. People that's get the good. idea. Yeah. I can go to that Grateful Dead concert that now. That flag fine. sucks. <laughs> that's not a good flag. You have to have, so the key to good uh, like logo or symbol design is, can you reduce it down to two colors and people still understand and get the gist of it like I the don't. nike I think swoosh a lot of, i think a lot of the colors look the same in the flags yeah this isn't a good one this isn't a good flag the garbage flag yeah i want a swoosh or i mean Superman i guess you, i guess you i guess you can't yeah i guess you can't reduce uh, a flag i guess that flag should have a little bit of an uh why an would the advanced people of krypton even have a fucking flag that's what fucking morons do because they're gonna colonize eventually i guess no they don't they gotta, they, they, there's a planet where they can be gods and they don't even go there <laughs> They, they haven't got, clearly clearly don't care about colonizing. The, the only spaceships they've built so far can only fit one baby. You imagine they're like working in, on it. You're in DC Comics, right? They're like you're like you're you're you're, you're explaining the concept of Superman mm-hmm. and Krypton and all that stuff, and the the, uh, mm-hmm. the editor's just like, "What does Krypton's flag look like? What's their flag?" <laughs> Listen. Well, they don't have a. They're a united planet. They don't. Every every nation's got to have a flag like our flag. He gets up and it salutes it immediately. The American flag. <laughs> Every time he notices proud. it, he has to get up and salute it. Oh, oh uh, I just noticed it. Proud planet of assholes. So like <laughs> us. Uh, and that's how it ends. Yeah. I, I really don't want to ask this, but what do we think of this? Uh, well, this had the unfortunate position of being done after Death Race, so this, yeah, is, a, you this can't, is a flat zero. That's not fair. That's not fair. Flat zero. Oh, what's wait, <laughs> is Superman going to cry about it? <laughs> it's. I mean, I kind of like... I I like this concept a lot that Superman has to cry every six years and he can't let people know about it. Was this, this ever brought wonderful. up again? Probably not. <laughs> this, Probably was this almost dropped? certainly was not. Was this idea dropped? Oh, I bet. Almost. This was the reason they had to have the crisis to get rid of this. It seems like a lot of Super, Silver Age Superman comics are just like, here's something weird about Kryptonians. Yes, Bat, Superman and Batman comics in the, in the Silver Age, like month to month, they would just completely rewrite the continuity. All right. Shay, what do you think? What do you think of this? Yeah. I thought the first story was better than the second story. Oh, like, you like the, like the Firewolf? Uh, two huh? out of five. I like that Firewolf. Yeah, I like, I just, I enjoyed the sequence with the Firewolf because it just, it's what I like with Superman where he's just encountering zany shit that only he can deal with. Is that so, the new, this is the new Dark Side's Couch thing where we replace gorillas with Firewolves? <laughs> yeah, Firewolves and Zach Wild guitar solos. I yeah. don't have one yet. I'll, I'll, I'll replace that. Me- yeah, I just got the Megadeth one. Uh, the Zach Wild, Wild one, one is uh, very unique. It goes on for 22 minutes, and it's got dive bombs and squealies yep. and stuff. A lot, in of, it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of whir. <laughs> he just, he just he throws it in there guy. for no reason. He'll just bend that string for no fucking reason. Yep. That whammy well, bar is really getting used. <laughs> Zach Wild song. 
I thought this book was okay. Uh, I'll give it three out of five emotionally repressed Kryptonians. Can't let it out. It's three out of five. So you think that this is just one star less than Death Race? Yeah, right. (sighs) First of all, Death Race is a five star book. This is a zero star book. This isn't even on the level. This isn't even on the it's level. It's a two. I it is not a two. two. It is not a two. It's not it a, two. a two. It had some it's, nice sequences. Uh, the best part of this comic also, is, is how funny I am. And also, you can't compare. <laughs> Great. Wow. Break your arm, patting yourself on the back for that. Uh, also, you can't compare my scores week to week because it's a completely different scale every week. Oh, I didn't know. It's a completely different thing. Every week, it's a completely different thing. Oh, I didn't man. realize that the scale doesn't matter. Right. Uh, no, well, you just it, need to understand the conversion ratio. Emotionally repressed Kryptonians are worth less than whatever the hell I did last week. Right. Any sad man is worthless. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sobby soy fucking right. cuck. Uh, yeah, it's this. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. That Time to plant the corn. <sighs> time um, to drive that truck. Let's uh, Let's talk about next week. You can't yeah? fuel your, your truck with your sad man tears. Man. So, as I said at the top of the episode, uh, Mike is not grabbing social cues. Let's talk about next week. Can we? Yeah. We I'm, okay? reading the, I'm reading the social cue. <laughs> He's wiping more blood off of his thick thighs. It dried. Mike doesn't have a video either, so I, I can't I can't read, like, uh, body I'll, language. I'll get around to it. Yeah, what yeah we don't know. We haven't. We don't know what Mike looks... Two years uh, now? This is, <laughs> this is no joke. I am not... This is not a bit. We literally have not seen a an image of Mike since March of 2020. Yeah, I don't... I don't have a camera, and uh, I don't know anyone who takes who takes photos of people. Yeah, who, who, who knows anybody that has a camera? Easy access to a camera? That's impossible. Uh, maybe I'm not... Uh, maybe people just don't want to photograph me. Why don't we spin the wheel? <laughs> so uh, we're going to spin the wheel. We're going to see uh, what we're going to look at next week. Uh, but of course, we have to play some music that gets increasingly tangentially related to wheels and turning and such. So let's see what we got this week for spinning that wheel. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. Oh, that counts. Oh, oh we've got it's Steeler's wheel. That's, a, that's about a wheel. You know, I see on the wheel we have California raisins. I still haven't found that fucking comic. I don't know if that if it lands yeah. on it's going on nothing. Hopefully, hopefully it won't land on that because that's one of those ones that I kind of think I told myself that I would eventually go uh, find a comic for. And it doesn't uh, exist. I looked. I'm pretty sure it does. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Hopefully, it won't come up this week. I swear, if it came, if it comes up right now, it was not Let's planned. See what I'm hoping for. Come on. Uh... Another issue of Tech World. Let's we can see. look at that. Uh, Man, there's a lot uh, of weird stuff. Peacemaker. That's coming up. That show's coming up in January. That'd oh, yeah, be fun. We'll, we'll have to do it just to... We might have to do it. Hashtags and shit. Phase one phasers? You know, yeah, what's that? Whis- Whisper seven? I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Captain N, the Nintendo warrior? That's fun. Yeah? yeah some, All right. Uh, yeah, here we go. Let's spin the wheel. Let's see what we got. Okay. All right. Johnny Quest special number one. Johnny Quest special number one. I don't know why we would pick something that stupid. You're Uh, right on it, James. Am I really on it? Oh, I'm right above it. Okay, yeah, I'm checking the spreadsheet. Let's look at the cover of it. Let's see what Mike wrote for it, because this is definitely something Mike put on the list. Oh, yeah, for sure. From 1988, says, uh, checking in with Lennon. I think maybe I wrote that note, actually. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, Johnny Quest... Uh, whom I know really nothing about, uh, checking in to see what uh, 
what Vladimir Lenin's been up to. Yeah, the luck of Lenin's tomb. Oh, boy. That's okay, going to be this gonna be an easy episode for Although, me. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I'm going to note this right now. Uh, this says issue two. Oh, Whereas we I think put, we, we called it issue one. So uh, we're doing just, issue yeah. two. Yeah, let's do issue, issue it, two. It's supposed it. to be two. Oh, no, I put, issue, I put, two. Oh, issue two. I put it on the wheel wrong. I put it on All the wheel right. as one. It was All supposed right. to be two. So cool. Johnny Quest special number two from 1988. That's what we're doing next week. And there's no two ways about it. Nope. All right. Except for issue two. Shay, you got any uh, closing plugs for us? I do. What do you got to say? All right. Well, everyone should stab that subscribe button, Wolf, and follow us on Facebook, Ooh. Instagram, Twitter at Darkside's Couch. Uh, Mike, what's your uh, the Twitch handle? Uh, it's banned right now. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to wait seven days for it to come back. Cool. We'll talk about this next week. We'll drop that in next week. Yeah. <laughs> so for posterity's sake, you don't get to know either. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's Twitch slash Santa Hules. Okay, yeah. When got you it. think of Dark Side's Couch, you think of Santa Hules. Well, I figured you guys would be like butthurt if I got the Dark Side's Couch name banned from Twitch. Yeah. I guess appre- I, I guess appreciated. Right, I figured uh, I wouldn't then, drag you guys down the mud with me. <laughs> uh, and you can listen to us while you cry on mm-hmm. Spotify and Stitcher, Apple Podcast, and any other yeah, place you can. you can find podcasts. Oh, Google Podcasts, get out there for the sure. Android people. Yeah. Well, you just, can listen. You can use an Android to listen elsewhere. Just don't listen like how Superman cries only yeah. every six years. Hit that subscribe button, or I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, yeah, you pussy. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Anybody got any last thoughts before we finally get out of here? Uh, boo-hoo, I'm so sad. Only six years at a time. Shay. I still am so upset that you gave this one star. Less than no, they're not than stars. I've, I'm I've stuck never on that. rated I'm books just on stuck stars. On that. What was the I've rating never... for Frank for uh, Death Rays? Um, oh, that was the inefficient windshield wipers. Oh, so those are worth more. Those are very valuable. Oh, okay. Yeah, Somehow, yeah, it's much, it's much more valuable than weepy men. Yes. At least the windshield wipers still trying to do something. Still getting up and go to work every day. That's it. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on the couch. Krypton.